it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, we are going to be talking about some MW3 news. We finally have somewhat of some official news with a release date announced and some other features that are going to be in the game. Going to talk about some roster rumors uh, and a little bit of org rumors that have come out. Very little on that front over the past week. Uh, Brock and I are going to rank some things we saw on Twitter about old COD titles and discuss those. And then finally, we're going to do our first Mount Rushmore. It's going to be Mount Rushmore of COD teams. And uh, I'll explain a little bit more about that when we get there, but it might be a little bit more fun than you think because it won't be just the default answers. We are not ranking them based on just like the best teams ever. We are just purely picking teams that we love to watch our favorite team so they could be the worst team ever but if we really loved watching them they might make our mount rushmore so basically just the mount rushmore of each of our favorite teams uh so if you guys enjoy this one be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe if you're on the audio platforms drop that follow drop that five star review we appreciate all the support you guys killed in the last one for an off-season dead time video we almost hit about a thousand views on it so you guys really killed that one we appreciate it and without further ado let's jump into it brock how you doing today Oh, doing pretty good today. It's a fine Monday. You know, pretty boring at work. Mm. Usual. Yeah. Not much news really for COD related stuff. And, you know, let's get into it. Yeah, there is there is not a lot out there, especially because like we're hearing that like all the rosters are finalized except for maybe two or like they have like the rumors, but maybe they're not sure. So they're not ready to drop the intel yet. But in terms of like new rosters, we haven't really seen much at all. Um Yeah. I guess the one we heard about was Zuma was saying that he's heard about Abuza on LAT. And that's mm. not at all confirmed or anything. But the the current rumored roster we had heard was Cami, Ghosty, Afro, and Joe Deceives. Um, and if Abuza is going there, that would obviously mean either Cami or Ghosty would be out because Abuza also plays in AR. Um, I guess my initial reaction was if he was to join the team, I would think it would be for Cami. Yeah, and I would think they would choose to favor the young, uh, more unproven, untapped potential ghosty over Cami would be my thought on it. But I guess I don't know. I would obviously assume it's going to be for one of those two unless they're making somebody make a role change to play a uh, play a sub. If they're switching out Afro or Joe deceives. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would say Cami since, you know, we're still waiting for a Cold War Cami to come back. And yeah. Ghosty did at the end of the year at Champs was the best player on the team. Yeah. And seems like maybe has a little bit more untapped potential where Cami, you definitely think Cami could be a very good player, but you kind of feel like you've seen his peak. Yeah. Whereas Ghosty, he's very young, hasn't even had technically a full season in the league. So you maybe think there's a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, thieves like to pick up those optic trained players uh, like oh, Envoy yeah. Oh, yeah. and make them special and give them great careers. So I, I would assume it's going to be Ghosty. But yeah, from everything we've heard, honestly, I can't speak a ton to Abuza because I know Cami way more as a player, obviously with all of his years in the pro league, but um, it's kind of like when like Scrappy's coming up and Hydra was coming up and all these players are, are coming up in the challenger scene and you just hear every former pro that played them in challengers, every challengers player, every person that watched them say they're absolutely disgusting. Um, 
it's very rare that those players fail and are just terrible. They're usually, they usually end up being pretty darn good. Um, yeah. And everybody is talking about Abuza like he is the next big thing in the AR world. So I'm going to go out on the limb and say he probably is the next big thing and is probably going to be a very good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I fully agree. I mean, I didn't watch him that much, but what I heard, what I hear, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's, what, Dan dropped like a 1.3 like a lot of the year. Yeah. And like, once again, you know, we never know. A lot of times when people are dropping big numbers. Maybe they're not playing the correct way, but um, they also have to be extremely talented to be dropping those numbers. Uh, and he was getting a lot of decent finishes and decent placements. So um, obviously it wasn't just running around because there are, there are a lot of people that could, you know, drop that 1.3 and just completely only play for kills. Yeah. Uh, but with his high placements, uh, I'm assuming that's not going to be the case. I, I saw him play like one match. It was against Doug and he absolutely fried. And it was one of the later tournaments and you could just you could just tell. Just the way he moved on the map, you could tell there was a lot of talent there. You could tell he just was shooting different. Yeah, sometimes when you watch some of those challenges players, you can see like a good player. You can see like, and eh, that guy might not make the league. And you can kind of see when you see, when you see a pro POV a lot of times, especially when it's a a top tier potential mm-hmm. kind of player, you can just see for the POV. It's like, yeah, that guy, that guy's got snap on him. He's he's got a little bit something different to him. Yeah. All right. Some uh, MW three news, Brock. Um, First of all, we did see today it's releasing November 10th, 2023. So coming up here about almost exactly three months away. Uh, we're three months away. It feels like a, a long, long ways time. Away. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Uh, but some, I would say, a lot of positive news. I mean, you could take some of them positive or negative, depending on your opinions on the things. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm the first one from the Charlie Intel tweet I'm going to be hesitant on because we've heard it before is uh, it will feature MW2 2009 multiplayer maps, which if true would be amazing because there are a lot of good maps in that game. But, you know, we, we tend to maybe doubt. Well, I will see. (laughs) Yeah, it's too, too caught up into it. (laughs) I mean, we heard that there was going to be a thing in, the current title that we were in when it was maybe two years or something. And that's probably going to be their excuses. Yeah. We meant it would come out in the second year and we did hear, yeah. I swear when I saw the rumor, it did say something about like the maps would be coming out like a giant map pack of old maps would come out in the second year of the game. So like maybe they did actually follow the cycle, but I really hope it's true because like we said with like Scrapyard and um, high rise and a lot of those maps, you could, you could bring in a lot of MW2 maps that would probably play very well and really help the competitive map pool out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Just, just try it all. I mean, I guess technically those MW2 2009 maps are not Sledgehammer maps, but I don't think they really care at this point. They just want to make sure they have good maps. And in the past, Sledgehammer hasn't made the worst maps. I mean, like, AW had some pretty good maps. World War II, like, they weren't insane, but the maps in World War II were not terrible. Yeah, they're... they're, they're I wouldn't say they're bad. They're pretty, good, like, decent. I would, I would say they were, like, yeah, they were pretty average. There's a lot of games that have a lot better maps, and there are definitely games that have a lot worse maps. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think if you threw the World War II maps in a lot of games, they would they would carry over pretty well. And you know, even Vanguard, a few of the maps weren't the worst. You know, there were there were definitely a lot of bad ones. Um, yeah, and even the quote unquote good ones were probably below average. But you know, I don't the know. Getting Mixie and Bocage was fun for those of us that tend to suffer through it for a whole year of competitive. It was fun to just go run around. Yeah. The one map I, I do like I do love was Tuscan a lot. Yeah, Tuscan wasn't bad. There's was like a couple points like um God, I can't even remember which which side it was. Was it A control? I can't remember, but like the 
The one with like the little like balcony on the side. Oh, I think that was B. Yeah, it was that was a little bit of like a kind of a tight choke point. because It was basically just like one doorway you could run through. Yeah. On each side to get through. So that was a little bit of a tight choke. But yeah, Tuscan Tuscan was definitely not a bad map. Um, so Sledgehammer, you know, in the past has made some decent maps. So maybe yeah. make a couple good ones, partner with some old NW2 maps, and we could we could really see a good map pool for competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, red dots in the minimap and ninja return. We kind of already talked about this, but also two massive W's, especially for competitive. Obviously, red dots in the minimap is a big thing. Um, and in my opinion, Ninja even more important than the Red Dots. Yep. Ninja is, is very important. Yep. I'm kind of used to it without Red Dots now. But Ninja, we need that. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, having Red Dots definitely makes the game better. But I feel like it's more playable to have Dead Silence and no Red Dots than it would be to have Red Dots and, and no Dead Silence in the current era of PC. Yeah. Because people are going to continue to cheese with sound EQ and you just simply can't make a play. Mm-hmm. When they have sound EQ on and you're not silent, whereas, you know, with no red dots, some cheesy things are going to happen, but you can get on without it. Definitely better to have it, but you can yeah. get on without it. Yeah, your comms just need to be a little bit better without without the red dots. Yeah, you just have to have, to have a lot better communication with your team. Yep. It makes solo queuing a lot harder if you're just trying to vibe and play solo and you're not common. It makes it a lot harder because yeah. you've got to be like sound whoring the bullets, basically. Mm hmm. Yeah, no like cops, said, no red dots. No ninja, soundy cures, hundred awareness. Yeah, cheese. There's no making a play, no making yep. a smart pinch or something. Just um, make the dumb play. Yeah. Uh, another no big thing. Yeah. Another big thing that's uh, that's coming back is reload cancel. Kind of a overlooked thing, but the amount of times this year I died because like I started to reload yep. and then somebody ran at me and I would have normally reload canceled in a previous game and shot back. But I tried to reload cancel and I can't. I can't even tell you how many times I died off that, but it was a lot. Um, There's no so yeah, need reload for cancel them to take it out in the first place. Yeah, it was one of the most unnecessary changes. Like, who asked for that to be removed? Like, what person sat back and was like, you know what would make Call of Duty better if we just got rid of the reload cancel? There can't be a single person. And if, if they, if they like, if there's a person out there like that, I would just want to hear what their reasoning is because it's not like reload cancel is some insanely necessary part of the game but like oh i had eight bullets i go to reload a guy chow's me i should be able to quick reload cancel and shoot because it's not like i can instantly reload cancel it still takes time like the guy is still unless he chokes his shots gonna get the kill yeah but like i need to be able to reload cancel to put some bullets and help my teammate mm-hmm. yeah so that whoever thought of that one was a genius apparently yeah not <laughs> um and then slide canceling maybe a little bit more of a controversial one is returning um I have my opinions on this and I can see both sides of the argument. I will say I do think like the whole crack movement, I've always been a jetpacks fan and everybody knows that I do think like the whole crack movement and, you know, fast play, uh, fast paced gameplay of Sly canceling makes it more fun to play from like my perspective where I'm just playing ranked. And mm-hmm. I do think it makes it more fun to watch because you can get a lot more flashy play. So from our perspective, I really like it. But with that said, I also do understand the perspective of the pro players not liking it because they're playing the game for much longer than I am, 10 plus hours a day. And it's mm, a lot yeah. on your hands, a lot more wear on your controllers, your hands, and you know, leads to a lot more fluky stuff, which if you're playing the game in the most pure competitive form for a lot of money and it's your livelihood, I can understand why you wouldn't want that kind of stuff in the game. Yeah. But for a pure entertainment perspective and like my enjoyment of playing the game, I don't mind that it's back. I think it can make the game really fun, especially because I get to use a sub a lot of the time. So I can just like fly around and slide cancel. It makes the game more fun for me. 
but I do understand the other side of it. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, you know my my position on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you kind of in the same boat though, where you're like you understand why, as a from a pro player perspective, you wouldn't like it? Yeah, but like, I feel like they would like it too because they can finesse more as well. Even though it's like sometimes it can be fluky. It does feel like in some ways it can add a little bit of a skill gap, and I know people will argue against that and for it, but I feel like I feel it's like a yeah, bit. adding any kind of that's why we always saw like in the jetpack era, like the teams with the they just would stack talent and those teams with a lot of talent would win because you know, movement obviously slide cancel I don't think is to the level of jetpacks, but like any kind of extra movement skill gap usually, you know, adds something to the game that makes the best teams win a little bit more consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you've got a game like Vanguard where everything else is inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, literally no, but I, I I see both sides, but I I prefer it in the game over snaking. Oh yeah, I'd much rather have a slide cancel than a snake. So hopefully they don't have both because that'd be that'd be pretty pretty insane. Yeah. Um, then the last two notes they had from the Charlie Intel tweet are two things that. I mean, we don't really need to touch on that much because they don't apply that much to us. The war mode is returning, which I believe is is that. I could be completely wrong, but is that like the like a big team battle from Halo? I can't. I forget what they call it. Ground war in COD. I think that's kind of the same thing. Ground war. I don't. It's I a, don't know. It just said war yeah. mode will return, and I. Those of you know, if I play pubs, uh, I used to play a ton of pubs back in the day. But if I play pubs now, it's usually just to get some camos for the ranked play guns, um, and to like learn the maps and learn the game early on. Then I just dive straight to GBs and ranked. So. Yeah. I think the war mode is like ground war, but I i mean, I could be completely wrong, but that's returning. Um, and then Outbreak Zombies is returning, which I do know. We have one friend that plays a lot of zombies. And I do know from what I thought, I thought people enjoyed Outbreak a decent amount. I honestly have no clue, but I know our friend loves zombies. Yeah. And like, I thought people liked Outbreak with, you know, like the big large scale map, kind of like a battle royale type zombies. But I could once again, completely wrong because... I do enjoy zombies, actually, but I play more like custom maps with our friends and stuff and just like round based. I like round based zombies. I never really got much of an outbreak, but I know for the zombies community, at least they do get something, uh, although it will never be as good as the Treyarch round based based maps. Aren't Um, they they bringing back the round based? I thought I heard that's a thing, but I'm pretty sure that's in the next Treyarch title. I don't think that's. Oh, yeah. So I think that's in the 2024 title. Yeah. All right, then before we get into the Mount Rushmore, we've got two tweets from Mr. Jacob Hale, always providing us with content uh, to talk about here in the podcast. He tweeted uh, two sets of four pictures. We'll talk about this one first, and that is um, he tweeted, what is the most underrated Call of Duty game of all time? And the four pictures he has listed, um, I'll read those off and we'll choose one of those. But then if maybe one of us has a different idea of what we consider the most underrated game, uh, we could add it in there. But the four Mm -hmm. pictures he included in the tweet... Black Ops 4, MW3, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, and then World at War. So let's get your thoughts first and all, then I'll get mine. All right, my thoughts are, well, I can't pick Black Ops 4 because I don't know. A lot of people like that game, so it can't be really underrated. Yeah. I think it's definitely the best one on this list of four, but you're, you're yeah. right. MW3, I, I don't think I just don't think it's underrated. A lot of people like that game as well. Yeah. And that's so your I favorite. And uh, that's my favorite, so I can't pick those two. So, man, this is kind of tough because I didn't really put either of these. <laughs> <sighs> but I know a lot of people love the IW Infinite Warfare. 
So I will go with that one. Yeah. For the, for the jetpacks movement and all that sort. I mean, of the four on the list, I agree. I think Black, I think Black Ops 4 is like, it's one of my top two favorite CODs of all time. But I think people rate it pretty highly overall. So it's hard to say it's underrated, even though I love it. And the same thing with MW3. I have it a little bit lower on my list, but I still really enjoyed the game. And I feel like overall, most people honestly have it higher on their list than I do. So I also can't say that's underrated. So I'm kind of in the same boat. And I did enjoy Infinite Warfare and do think it's underrated. But I also see a lot of people say that Infinite Warfare is underrated. So that makes me think it's actually probably like a lot of people realize that they like it now more. So I'm going yeah. with World at War of the four on this list. Okay. Because um, I actually, I didn't play World at War when it was brand new, but I played it like a couple years later. And like running around with the MP40 in that game, it was a pretty fun game. It was simple with the score streaks. And I remember thinking it was a pretty fun game. And that is a game that literally nobody talks about mm-hmm. because it so was sandwiched old. in between COD 4 and MW2. Yeah. Which are like, for the real old heads, COD 4 is like their game. It's like what changed everything. And then like for like our age group, MW2 is like even people that don't play video games anymore. If you like talk to them and like, it's like, oh man, MW2 back in the day, like they all love it. Yeah. It's like nobody talks about this game in between. And like they even like the competitive people like Hex always talks about how like they played COD 4 and then they played World at War and they just went back and played COD 4 for another year. Like this game never gets talked about, but it overall in the grand scheme of things, I actually think it was a pretty decent game. Okay. Um. Any yeah. other ones that weren't those four that you kind of think of for underrated? I was going to say for World of War, I remember playing at my Wii, and the only thing I remember <laughs> using was a f- uh, the flamethrower. I, I, that's all I remember from it. It's a kill streak, I think, in that game. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I, sw- I For some reason, I swear it was a, a, a actual gun attachment. Was it? Or, or you, you could be right. I don't really know. I, I think it was. I could be wrong. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um. um World War Two, maybe. Yeah, I just—it's like World War Two is weird because, like, as an overall game in like pubs, I would definitely say it's not underrated because it wasn't very good. But I think for the competitive aspect, I do think it might be a little underrated because I really enjoyed ranked play in World War Two, especially after the patch in the middle year where they like changed the entire game. Yeah, it was—it was pretty good for when we played. And people like to just absolutely just destroy that game too, especially because like the optic and the optic fan base really hated because obviously that was a, that was a rough year. Mm-hmm. for optics people like to destroy it but yeah i would agree competitively i thought it was pretty underrated because people hate it the other game i was gonna say i see a couple people in the comments i'd always just say black ops 3 because to me if you don't have black ops 3 1 it's underrated because i just love that game so much but obviously i i do think it's tough to say black ops 3 kind of for the same reason as mw3 and black ops 4 because a lot of people do rate black ops 3 very highly so it's tough to say it's underrated yeah and um, while i say it's my favorite cod i, I think it it is pretty easy to say it's not the best COD of all time, even though it's my favorite. So I can see why people would, would have it a little lower. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think other, I'm trying to think of other ones. Underrated. I also think Black Ops one sometimes gets oh, yeah, underrated. Black Ops one. I just, it was like my first game really. So I have like a special place in my heart and probably a little bit of a nostalgia bias. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved Black Ops one and I feel like it gets lost behind two, three and four. Yeah, kind of like buried, and I actually think probably it is the, the fourth best of those, but I, I still think it was a really good game, and it's kind of the, the reason I love COD today, is I got like addicted to that game when I was a little kid. Yeah. No, I, oh yeah, I would say Black Ops 1's underrated, even though I played us a little bit of it. Yeah. Alright, you want to move on to the, the other tweet he had? I was going to say, Vanguard's mm-hmm. pretty underrated. Shut up. 
Well, we'll talk about <laughs> Vanguard in this next one, and we'll see where All you right. rank it. Um, he also tweeted, rank these Call of Duty games from best to worst, and it, it seems like a collection of games that a lot of the community, at least at the time they were out, did not feel too fondly of. Um, I think everybody would agree that the overall community consensus when these games were out, they did not like them. Infinite Warfare, mm-hmm. not received very kindly. Call of Duty Ghosts, especially coming off Black Ops 2, was not received very kindly. And then Vanguard and World War II. Um, so let's do rank them best to worst purely on how you felt about playing them competitively. I guess like you for you and you didn't play a ton of like ghosts or IW, I guess you could maybe just like say watching it and like how you think you would play. We're not going to do like the whole overall game. Cause like I didn't play a lot of zombies in world war two or Vanguard or any of that. So yeah. like we're just rank competitively how you like the game, not objectively. Okay. So for me, my best game on this list would be Vanguard. I knew you were gonna say it. People are gonna go crazy. Because I played it the most, and I actually, I actually liked it a lot. And I played so many eight, eight in that game with random people. You just like running around and just how fast you could play, basically. Yeah, crack challenge, so I cancel the whole, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. All right, next one, I'm gonna have to go with World War. World War Two, yeah. Okay. Because that's the one I played. We, we knew you played that one a lot. Yeah. And I actually like like the rank play system they had. Yeah. Low system. Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Of these, I mean, it's tied with Vanguard because it's the same thing, but it definitely had the best tied for the best ranked system on the list. Mm-hmm. Even though you couldn't really do like all that movement stuff, but it was still a pretty pretty decent game to play. And remember for a little bit there, they had that stupid thing where you like couldn't queue with a team. Yeah, you can only queue two. Yeah, that was so dumb. Yeah. But they had a, they had a rank mode, so props to them. Yeah. And you, the next you doing one, three? Three? I'm going to go Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Okay. Because I played this game for about maybe a month or less. Yeah. And you played some GBs early on. Yeah. And then Pubs is okay. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I just didn't like it after a while. But I liked watching it. So yeah, it was it was a weird year for us too because we were so in love with Black Ops Three that this game felt disappointing after, and for whatever reason, we became like we like randomly grinded like two K that year. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, two K. Yeah, we played yeah, a lot we played of two K that year. We played a lot of like two K seventeen pro am. It's a weird year of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played a ton of Madden. I played like Madden Ultimate Team a lot back in the day, and like that was the year I played like sports games like two K and Madden. Like I'd still watch all of IW, but I just didn't play it that much because. It just felt disappointing coming off my favorite game, Black Ops 3. I just didn't think yeah. it lived up to that hype. Um, and, and there's no uh, rank play in that game, so it kind no. of killed it too. Yeah, that for especially for us, where like we only play pubs for so long, we just love playing competitive. So when you yeah. don't introduce a rank play, it kind of kills the love for, for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then Ghost yeah. is the last one, because I've never played Ghost, and I've barely watched Ghost. I was gonna say, I thought you played with us maybe back in the day, but that was when your Xbox broke, wasn't it? Yeah, that's when Xbox broke. That I played PC Minecraft for like two years. <laughs> yeah, then you then you got another one. You got like a Xbox One for Christmas or something for Black Ops Three. You were a Christmas noob on Black Ops Three. Yeah, literally, I got it like late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's funny. But um, my order is somewhat similar. I feel like I'm actually gonna switch. Number one, though, I'm going to put World War II number one, even though I, I always talk about being a Jetpack stand, but I really wasn't a huge fan of IW. 
I mean, going back now, looking at some of the games we've had since, I'd love to play it again. Yeah. Um, but I actually really enjoyed World War II. I know it's like a hot take, but I mean, we're talking about four games that aren't really well received and purely ranked play. I loved playing World War II. I know it's not the most popular. The Nate spam was annoying, but post update World War II, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was especially because there were so many engagements. Like you could drop fifty bombs in hard point, and I don't know. I thought it was a pretty fun game competitively, mm-hmm. and the rank system was very good, which helps it. Uh, yeah. Two, I think I'm actually going to put IW two. Once again, I had more fun playing Vanguard, as awful as that sounds, but that's because I barely played IW, like I said, and I played a ton of Vanguard. But I think IW, if I could play it again now, I would really enjoy it. Yeah. It had pretty good maps, and I, I like jetpacks and all that, and the guns, the K-Bar, NV4, ERAD, it had some fun guns to use. So I'd put that too. I think I would put Vanguard 3, because I don't like the ghost competitive modes, like Blitz and Dom, I'm just not a fan yeah. Um, and I do. I did enjoy running around with the MP40 and just getting cracked uh, on Vanguard. So uh, I'm going to say Vanguard 3 and then Ghost 4, as weird as it sounds. It's mostly just the game modes and Ghost and the time to kill. I'm a big high time to kill fan, and I like hard point. Uh, and Ghost had very, very, very fast time to kill and Domination Blitz, which is rough. But I do think Ghost S&D was very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it I for like that it. segment, though. But... We've got a fun segment here. We talked about doing different Mount Rushmores. So let's jump into that, Brock. Um, this will be the episode too, so we'll probably be a, a shorter episode and we'll wrap it up after this. But we want to do a bunch of different Mount Rushmores. We had ideas like guns and stuff. And the first one we want to do, because we talked about this one, this was our original idea. So this is the first one we wanted to do was Mount Rushmore of Call of Duty teams. And it has a stipulation. We are not drafting uh, the best teams of all time. We're not doing like Optic Dynasty, Decold Dynasty. You know, they could be on the list um yeah, they could be picked. we're just we're just doing purely mount rushmore of our favorite teams um so there's gonna be a very limited amount of teams that are picked because obviously mount rushmore four uh four people four things we get to pick and only two of us and we're not gonna do a snake draft where like if brock drafts one i draft two we're just gonna alternate picks um we'll let brock go first and we'll just alternate picks so this could be the most random teams it's basically any team that you can think of so if brock really wanted to he could say like black ops one fear with moho <laughs> on it Something like that. Uh, like it could be the most random team, and they could have only maybe played one event together. But it's whatever your favorite team is. You just pick four of them, and we'll, we'll alternate, and then it'll kind of be a good blast for the past. And I'd like to hear you guys in the comments your thoughts, and you drop your Mount Rushmore's or your four favorite teams, the most just random collection of teams ever. But let's give you the floor block, uh, Brock. Let's go first. Um, any game, any team. Just say the org, say the players, and we can't do repeats. So like if. The easiest example is like Optic Dynasty. If Brock's first pick is the Optic Dynasty for his favorite teams, I cannot take that. I could take like the Black Ops 2 Optic roster, but I can't yeah. take the Karma Krim formal scump roster. So you go ahead first. Well, since I did get the first, I am I will pick the Optic Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. As the first one, scump formal Krim 6 Karma. Yeah. Staple. And it, <laughs> it, it makes sense too, because like especially you, you're a big Jetpack era watcher. Yeah. And I mean, that was the team for the Jetpack era. And I mean, that's the community's first pick, I got to believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're going with the Optic Dynasty, I'm going to just lock them up right away because I have to go with an Optic team. Because once again, coming up, it seems like everybody is an Optic fan when they first get into COD and stays an Optic fan or like they get in because they saw an Optic video and then they like choose their team after that and they like switch to a different team. But this is one of the first teams that really got me into competitive because I remember like 
seeing Black Ops 2 champs videos when I really got into competitive and I was seeing this team. And it was that Optic Black Ops 2 team. Big oh, Timer, yeah. Merc, Gump, Nade Shot. That team, I'm going to put them on mine because that's one of the teams that got me into into competitive Call of Duty and they were super entertaining, making a ton of content. And I really enjoyed watching that team back in the day. And I was a huge Big Timer fan. He was like my favorite player on the team originally. Mm-hmm. Big T. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking them. So just, just so you can't double up on Optic and take them all away from me. All right. Next one. This might be, this might be a f- out of left field, but I'm doing Black Ops 4, Gen G, with Envoy, Major Maniac, Mox, Havoc, and Nagafin. Oh, that's a team. I liked them back in the day, too, though. That's a team right there. They, they're pretty good. good. They were good. good, but when it mattered most, they choked a lot of times. Yeah, they were good. I was looking forward to watching them in person at Black Ops 4 Champs, and then they forgot to show up. Yeah, they, they did not win a series in group play. They That still to this day is probably an upset people don't know about that is still to this day, they'll probably like the biggest upset, if not, like, if not, it's one yeah. of the biggest in COD history or in it COD was, Champs history. The fact that, I mean, they were what? Probably the third favorite team headed into Champs. Yeah, they were, they were, they were good. Probably Top behind three. the two teams that made the finals. United and Thieves, because they had traded, you know, event wins. They were probably the two favorites for sure. Yeah. yeah. But third was probably Gen G because Optic wasn't super hot coming to that event. They were probably more like fourth or fifth. So I think Gen G was probably the third favorite to win the tournament and they didn't win a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that team was just fun to watch. And he got, you know, good old player, Mr. T- Typical, Major yeah. Maniac. Yeah. They're also fun too because, like, they weren't a collection of players. Like, when you saw, like, the Thieves team with, you know, Kenny, Octane, Slasher, Priesta, Enable, mm-hmm. like, all-time, you know, great players. And obviously the Optic team with your Scump, your Karma, your Dashy, your Cran, those guys. And the United team, Simp and Abizi, just doing insane things. Arsides, Clay, a lot of all-time goats. But Gen G was more like a collection of more random players that weren't as accomplished. Mox, Nagafen, Havoc, you know, uh, Major Envoy. Maniac, Envoy, like, their debut really onto the scene. Uh so like that, they were really fun to watch because of that. Like it was just such a, a different crew. Yeah, they're just kind of out of nowhere, and they're really good. Yeah, and they got a couple seconds. Didn't end up winning an event, but they were they were definitely always one of the, the top contenders. Every time you went to an event, you knew that they had a good chance at a top three finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you made me. I guess I'll I'll just stick with one of the players. I'm gonna go mostly because of one of our friends, but I loved watching this team. I'm gonna go with Black Ops Three <laughs> Elevate. Oh, that's in the roster. They had a. They had a couple of different iterations of the roster, so I'll say the one that I'm picking is Aqua, Facento, Naga, and Fellow. Um, so one of our friends, his favorite player of all time, he would always use the PO6 in Black Ops 3 ranked because of him was uh, Nagafen. His name in my phone is still saved as that because I saved it as that back in the day and just never changed it. <laughs> uh, so sometimes I get a text on my phone that says Nagafen on it. Um that team was electric, though. It was so fun to watch because they were so good at search. They would just like never lose one, and then they would like always win their CTFs. And like every hard point would be like Nagafen fellow would sometimes pop off, but like Nagafen and Facento would be like point six, but getting hill time, and then like fellow would be having a decent game, and Aqua would be dropping fifty every every hard point for them to win. Yep, Aqua was a beast on that team, and they were so fun because like. They were once again the team that online wouldn't play that great, wouldn't play that gate, uh, great, and they get to land top four guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And they were a fun team to watch. Like they did flashy stuff. Nagafen was running on walls. Fellow was like a young cracked sub. Um, they were so fun to watch. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, literally. And they, just watching them. They got incredibly close to, uh, they were coming off like a lot of those players like Naga and um, Vicento and them were coming off a, a second place at Champs in AW going mm-hmm. into that year. And when they were on Team Revenge, and then they kind of carried it forward and had a really good year. And they finished second at a few events, lost to Optic in some finals, and they were very close to making finals of champs that year. They ended up losing to Splice in losers' finals, and they got third at champs as well. Very good squad. Yeah. Where are you going next? All right. My next team is Red Reserve from World War II. Oh. Joe rated zero scraps. This team, don't know how. They, they would get outslayed, but still won the map, the underdogs. Dude, every time. Yep. I love that. I love watching this team. <laughs> get outslayed at literally every hard point, but they'd win a lot of them. And remember the tie game on Arden's Forest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like 47 to 47. Like in the P1, the little like cave on the side? Yeah, yeah. And they ended up losing after that, but they like thought they won, but it was actually a tie because the timer ran out. Yeah, that was that team was fun though, and they had like optic. You just gave optic fans PTSD. <laughs> they had optics number in that game. They were just eliminating them and always beating them left and right. And it was like this team should not be beating optic because they always get out slayed, but they would just they would just win. Yeah. No, just every time you pull a score up, they're all like at least negative five, and they're still winning. <laughs> yeah, points. That is that is true. That's crazy. I like watching that team. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a fair pick. Um, I think I might stick with the game that you just went with. I, I was thinking about picking this team. I think I'm going to stick with the game you just went oh, with. And I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to miss so many teams. I know only four though. <laughs> I know, but I'm I'm going to say one from that game just because I loved like this is like where my birth and my favorite player came from. Uh, I'm going with Team Caliber from World War II. And I can't decide which one I want to go with because the two iterations of the roster that I'm choosing between I love because I love Pharaoh. I love F3. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the second half and I really am always been an Enable fan. So the Accuracy, Kenny, Enable, Pharaoh second half team, I really like. But I also like the first half because I love Chino. So Accuracy, Kenny, Chino, um, and Theory. I think I'm going to go with the second half just because I do love F3 a lot. Yeah. So at second half of the year, they did win an event. They got second at champs. Although you could either, you could say either one. I love Chino and those guys as well. But I'm gonna go with the second half one. Kenny accuracy, um, enable and Pharaoh mostly because accuracy and Kenny are two of my favorite players all time. And it kind of started here with this team. It really, they were like, I remember they were the team in like the two Ks back when we still had those before the first land. Like Optic was playing really well and stuff, and uh, people were just like saying like, you know, Optic's probably gonna win the first event because. You know, it's Optic, and they're coming off their champs win. Um, mm-hmm. And TK kept doing really well, and everybody's like, yeah, they're onliners. Like, Accuracy, Chino, Theory, and Kenny. Like, this team's just a bunch of onliners. And then they ended up going back-to-back uh, to start the year, and I was a really big fan of Kenny because he was the best player in the game at that point. Accuracy was also gross, so I was a big fan of those two ever since then. So I love that, that TK team. Either iteration, really, you could say. But I'll yeah. go with the second half to make my official pick. All right. I like that, like that shout, Team Caliber. Yeah. Legendary Org, too. It is. Man, I don't know. I don't know to pick from my last team. Your last team. So many more I want to pick. Yeah. All right. I'm doing it. LA Thieves and Vanguard season. Wow. Jazza, Kenny, Octane, Envoy. Hmm. Man, this team, I don't know. After after they got through their bumps, bumps and bruises in the road, 
this the, the teamwork I just love so much of how these work so well with each other. Man, I just can't think. Yeah. Of Octane double donuts, you know, still in champs. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. That that was impressive. The double donuts against FaZe, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. I, I just I just love watching that team. You know, they're they're like pretty damn good at the end too. Yeah. And they and they got wrong. the they got the white white man, Kenny. They, they him, didn't have him. the gold Kenny. Me and him got the same problem with the YY. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that's a that's a fair shout. I'm trying to figure out who I want to pick for my last team. I have it in mind. And I'm pretty sure this was an iteration of the roster. But I'm trying to think of the exact iteration. Because Oh man, I think this is an exact iteration of the roster. I can't remember correctly. But I'm going with Optic Nation from like the I think the roster I'm thinking of was from AW. I could be wrong. But I'm thinking of with Bose, no. Ricky, Miracles, and Killa. <laughs> So at one point they also had nameless, but I'm pretty sure those four overlapped. I think they did. I think it might have been an AW, but Bose, nameless, uh, or Bose, Ricky, Miracles, and Killa, or you could substitute Ricky or nameless, either one. But mostly because I'm a huge Bose fan. I loved Bose back in the day. I love Killa. I think he's hilarious, and I was always a really big Miracles fan because, like, I remember like that was like I, I talk about it a lot, but that was the the first time I really ever remember watching competitive when I was homesick one day and I randomly found like Black Ops Two champs highlights. I was mm-hmm. watching, and I'm like, this Miracles dude is disgusting. Yeah. So I was always a big fan of his. So like the Miracles, uh, Ricky, Bose, Killa, or Nameless instead of Ricky, whatever one you want to go with, but mostly because of Bose, Miracles, and Killa. Like that, that Optic Nation team is always so fun just because that is a hilarious team. Mm-hmm. And Killa and Bose is just content. On the same team? <laughs> They're just hilarious. And they were actually not bad. They had some good places. I think they've I'm going to look up the AW champs placements, but like that, whatever Optic Nation was, I'm pretty sure they got like third at champs. Really? I'm pretty sure. They, I know they finished ahead of the main team who got seventh. I'm Jesus. looking it up. That, that's a straight vibe team. <laughs> they shoot the I'm, shit. Am I thinking of the wrong game? Was it not? Was it Ghost? Oh yeah, third was phase red. Third was phase red yeah, at champs. Um, no, that's what I'm thinking of. Prophecy. Because Bose was on the Optic roster for um, AW Nation team was like Karma was on it and they finished like terribly. Um, okay. I think of the wrong team. They were on Prophecy at the time. It was Ricky, Bose, Classic, and Mochilla. I remember Bose took like a good placement at AW. He took higher than the main team. He took fourth um, at mm-hmm. AW Champs under Prophecy with Ricky, Mochilla, and Classic. What a weird team. Yeah. Um, But I think the AW or the Optic Nation team it was like Karma. Yeah, they finished top uh top 16, TP, Karma, Killa and Miracles. Mhm. But yeah, that that team with Bows and and Killa, I loved that team. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Any other random teams you just like didn't include in your list that you want to shout out? Uh yeah. Which ones? Um, Black Ops 3 Dream Team with Killa. Oh yeah. Sender, Diabolic. And who who was the fourth? Chino, Chino, Money Chin. They got that second place. They did. Pretty sure they got lost it. to Nameless in the finals. LG. Mm-hmm. Or they uh, lost to they beat LG in the semifinal. One of the two. No, yeah, I, I think, I think they, they played Envy or Optic in the final. I think they lost to Envy. Yeah. Mm. 
that was a fun team to watch. Yeah, that one random event when they just like made a run to second place. Yeah, probably kill his last like big run at a tournament in his career. Yeah, probably actually. Because I, I remember he got like suspended in World War Two, and like <laughs> I don't really think he was on any crazy teams after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of other random teams I liked. I mean, the obvious show for me is I really liked Fariko Impact in Black Ops Two. All the clips <laughs> from that team are hilarious. That's a good one. You can always show like the Cold Dynasty, another fun team. Uh, Cold, man, Cold War Toronto Ultra. Yeah, for you, that's definitely one. Uh, yeah. I really liked, like, as weird as it sounds, I really liked the World War Two EG team that won champs, but I didn't like that iteration. I like loved the early iteration because I was always a big Aches and Enable and Apathy fan, mm-hmm. and I also didn't mind Nameless. So, like, with that original roster form, they were horrible. But I really liked that because I was always just a big Aches, Apathy, and Enable fan. The three of them together, I was like, I kind of like this team. They ended up being horrible. And then I was glad they went on to win because I'm a big Aches fan. Yeah. So I was glad they went on to win champs. Not necessarily that roster because I was like kind of whatever for silly and, and assault. But I still really liked Apathy. Yeah. Uh, that NVT for Black Ops 3 also, speaking of Apathy, that was a, I know you hate John, but that was a that was a fun team to watch. They were very good. Yeah, I liked the, I liked the three players on that team. <laughs> Uh, the Splice team from Black Ops 3, that, that one, they won the tournament, right? True. They were fun. Yeah, uh, well, they won an IW. IW. They got, they, got a, they got second at champs in Black Ops 3, though. Yeah. With Bans and Zero and those guys. They, in IW, though, they were like the first uh, EU team to win the international event. I think it was mm-hmm. stage one playoffs? I guess what it was. It was one of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. That team, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I remember... Oh, I got uh, what, what team was it in... Uh, actually, one random team I really liked was uh, Team Singularity, and literally only for Black Ops Four champs because I was hyped oh. watching Kleenex pop off, and then obviously Kleenex and Insight were on the team. They they went on to be insane, but I remember like that was one of the most energy I've ever felt in a building for a non optic match when we were watching Aches and Envy play against that Singularity team, and Kleenex was popping off on Arsenal. Like mm-hmm. some of the most energy I felt in a building, and it felt like we were watching the birth of a career. And uh, <laughs> clearly, we, we were because Kleenex is now one of the, the better subs to play over the last five years. Yeah, just that one tournament propelled crazy. It's how crazy how happen. you can take advantage of a moment like that, mm-hmm. change the, tra- uh, the trajectory of his life really because he took advantage of that one chance opportunity. Yeah, Same with insight. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, it's just crazy how life works like that. <laughs> yeah, what's your other team? Um, the Rise Nation team from World War Two with TJ. Oh yeah, the Slasher one or Methods one or uh the the one the first one when they won. Uh like, so what, what, methods. That's what methods I think Methods Looney Gunless and Teej. Yeah, I just remember Teej Teej is absolutely popping off popping off every map. Oh, he remind, I mean I yeah he he was crazy in that that game when he dropped like sixty two for the L he was crazy. Yeah. Um. You made me think of just classic teams because I'm a big classic fan. And mm-hmm. the most random team I thought of was the Cold War Surge with Gunless and Octane mm-hmm. and Pristinian Classic. That team was awful until they got to land, but they were actually really good on land at the end of the year, and I really liked them. But also, like, I really liked that AW team um, when it was Kyler, Hook, uh, Classic, Slasher, and Temp. Mm-hmm. That was a really fun team. They got a lot of second places. Same with that that phase red team I just saw for um, AW champs, the most toxic team of all time. They got third place. Ake slasher parasite and enable. That team's fun. He's toxic That's team, it. but fun. 
Oh, you know who took eighth place at that tournament? They have to get a shout out. Sharp, Gunjar, Theory, and Looney is on the team, but Neslo, that OGTK roster. Oh, Sharp, yeah. Gunjar, Theory, and Neslo, that's a team that deserves a shout out. I mean, everybody in the community knows Neslo. Probably a lot of them don't even know what it comes from, but uh, Neslo and that team, that TK team was always around, you know, like Black Ops 2, Ghost. They were like always around the top four, sniffing around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were a good team. Gunjar was nuts for a little bit there. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think. Uh, I got one more. All right, then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Black Ops Three Rise Nation was slacked. Classic Octane and Looney. <laughs> another fun team. They were another team that was. They were so good in the beginning of the game, and then kind of fell off towards the end. Yeah, I'll never forget that round eleven game seven against Optic on Infection. When who was it? Looney didn't use his heat wave on formal or whatever in the back house. Yeah. Would have had like a guaranteed free kill. And they probably would have won the tournament. He just like forgot to use it. Man, how do you. Crazy how things could change too because Optic doesn't get that event win. Rise continues the momentum. And, you know, maybe the whole year goes a little different. You never know. Yeah. Or I got one more. Any of Doug's teams I like. Yeah, okay. That is our cue to wrap it up. But true, dude, you know, one random Doug team I liked was Lightning Pandas actually in World War II when he was on there for like a tournament with like Royalty and Exotic. Oh, yeah. that team was- yep. and he, he knocked out Phase that tournament. Mm-hmm. Good old Doug. Yeah. His team with Slasher, Aches, and Apathy was a fun team too, and they beat Optic. Mm-hmm. With Aches' stitches in his hand, one of the most legendary tournament wins. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was a yeah. that was a fun one though. We'll have to do I mean, we're in the slow time. We got all kinds of Mount Rush we could do. We could do weapons, we could do um we could actually do teams draft like the best teams of all time. Um mm-hmm. Or like our Mount Rushmore of the four greatest individual game players we've ever seen. Like Black Ops 4 Simp is the one I always say. AW Scump, we could do like a draft like that. Individual game and player. Something like that. But we've got unlimited to do. If you guys got more, I know uh, one of our listeners, PD, he dropped uh, one in the comments a few times ago. We'll definitely get to that one as well. Um, just so many you could do. Maps, pub maps, competitive maps, all kinds of ones. We could We could throw one at the end of every episode if you guys enjoy this segment um but that's gonna do it for this one if you guys enjoyed be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe on youtube if you're listening on the audio platforms drop a follow drop a five-star review we appreciate your guys support throughout the off season we do have uh, a little bit of a special episode coming up here in a few weeks um, that we will talk about maybe we'll preview it next week because i believe it's coming up two weeks from now so we have a little bit of a special episode coming up uh those of you that are sports fans uh, especially North American sports fans are going to want to tune into that one. We look forward to that. Got a special guest coming on for that one. So thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you in the next one.